Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Saturday, January 13th. We're covering the Nuggets' victory over the Pelicans in a 125-113 game and Navarro's first WTA title win at Hobart. Plus qualifier Tabolo's surreal win at the Auckland title and the upcoming match between ex-champs Garbrandt and Figueredo set for UFC 300. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. In the NBA, the Denver Nuggets claimed a 125-113 victory over the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday night, with Nikola Jokic delivering a standout performance. Helena, what can you tell us about Jokic's contribution to this win? Steven, Jokic was instrumental in this victory, scoring 27 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds. This marked his 10th career triple-double against New Orleans, the most he's had against any one opponent. He also continued his streak of scoring 25 or more points in 14 straight games against New Orleans. His performance was a key factor in Denver's ability to rebound from their loss to Utah and snap New Orleans' seven-game road winning streak. Jokic wasn't the only nugget to shine in this game. Michael Porter and Jamal Murray also had significant contributions, didn't they? Absolutely, Stephen. Porter had 20 points and 10 rebounds, while Murray finished with 20 points and 9 assists. Their performances, along with Jokic's, helped the Nuggets maintain an aggressive pace throughout the game, which Jokic himself identified as a key difference in the match. On the Pelicans' side, Zion Williamson and Jonas Valanciunas put up some impressive numbers, but it wasn't enough to overcome the Nuggets. Can you tell us more about their performance? Williamson scored 30 points for the Pelicans, while Valanciunas added 17. Larry Nance Jr. also contributed with 13 points. Despite their efforts, the Pelicans couldn't overcome the early lead that the Nuggets established. Pelicans coach Willie Green pointed out that their slow start put them in an uphill battle for the rest of the game. One of the highlights of the game was Jokic's blind, behind-the-back, and over-his-head alley-oop pass to Aaron Gordon. Can you talk a bit about that? That was a truly remarkable play, Stephen. Jokic saw Gordon open and delivered a quick blind behind the back and over-his-head alley-oop pass that Gordon caught at the rim and dunked. Nuggets coach Michael Malone ranked it as one of the best passes he's seen from Jokic, comparing it to the likes of Magic Johnson and Pistol Pete Maravich. It's clear that Jokic's performance was a key factor in the Nuggets' victory. Helena, what's next for these teams? The Pelicans will be facing Dallas on Saturday night and again on Monday, while the Nuggets will host Indiana on Sunday. Both teams will be looking to build on their performances and secure more wins as the season progresses. Thanks for the insights, Helena. It will be interesting to see how the rest of the season unfolds for these teams. And speaking of impressive performances, let's move to the world of tennis, where second-seeded American Emma Navarro claimed her first WTA Tour title in her first final, beating two-time champion Elise Mertens in a grueling match that lasted nearly three hours. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this further. Helena, this is quite a breakthrough for Navarro, isn't it? Absolutely, Stephen. Navarro's rise over the past year has been nothing short of extraordinary. Just a year ago, she was ranked number 149, and now she's risen to number 31. She's also the second straight American champion after Lauren Davis in 2023. This is a testament to her hard work and dedication. Navarro's journey is indeed inspiring. 
She mentioned that years ago, she was hoping to be a decent college player, and that would have been good enough for her. Now, she's a WTA Tour title holder. What's next for her? Well, Navarro is the 27th seeded player at next week's major and will play Wang Shiyu of China in the first round in her Australian Open debut. This is a significant milestone for her, and it will be interesting to see how she performs. And what about Elise Mertens? She's a two-time champion and was the top seed in this match. Mertens, who is 28, will be seeded 25th in Melbourne and will play Egypt's Maiar Sheriff in the first round. She reached the semifinals in Melbourne in 2018 after winning the Hobart title for the second time. Despite the loss to Navarro, Mertens remains a formidable player in the world of tennis. It's going to be an exciting season for tennis. And speaking of excitement, in a stunning turn of events, Alejandro Tabilo has claimed his first career title at the ATP Auckland Classic. He emerged from qualifying to beat Taro Daniel 6-3-7-5 in the final. Helena, can you give us more insight into this extraordinary week for Tabilo? Absolutely, Stephen. Tabilo had to fight his way through two rounds of qualifying and three rounds of the main draw. He was fortunate to avoid second-seeded Cameron Norrie in the quarterfinals due to Norrie's wrist injury. He then beat six-seeded Arthur Phils in the semifinals to reach his second ATP Tour final. And it seems like Tabilo really dominated the final, didn't he? Indeed, he did. Tabilo served 10 aces and kept Daniel on the defensive with his powerful left-hand forehands. It's a remarkable achievement, especially considering the challenges he's faced in the past. He had a stress fracture in his arm and had to work his way back up after numerous injuries. It's been a tough journey for Tabilo, but it seems like it's all paying off now. What about Tyro Daniel? He also had an impressive week, didn't he? Yes, he did. Despite having bad memories of the Auckland tournament after being beaten in the final round of qualifying last year, Daniel decided to return this year. His decision paid off as he beat top-seeded Ben Shelton in the semifinals to reach his second career final. However, he couldn't overcome Tabilo's momentum in the final. It's certainly been a roller coaster for both players. What's next for them? Both players will now move on to the Australian Open. Daniel will play Chris Eubanks in the first round, while Tabilo will play American qualifier Alexander Kovacevic. It will be interesting to see if Tabilo can carry this momentum into the Australian Open. Indeed, it will be. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now shifting to the world of UFC, we're seeing a bantamweight matchup between two former champions added to the UFC 300 lineup in April. Former bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt will face former flyweight champion Divison Figueredo. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to delve into this. Helena, what's the backstory here? Steven, this matchup is a result of Garbrandt publicly calling out Figueredo after his knockout of Brian Kelleher at UFC 296 last month. Interestingly, these two were supposed to fight for Figueredo's 125-pound championship in 2020, but Garbrandt had to withdraw due to an injured bicep. So it seems like Garbrandt is back on track after a series of injuries and losses. Can you tell us more about his journey? Absolutely, Stephen. Garbrandt, originally from Ohio and now fighting out of Las Vegas, has indeed regained his footing at 135 pounds with back-to-back -back wins over Kelleher and Trevin Giles. It's the first time he has won consecutive fights since 2016. He had a rough patch from 2017 to 2022, going 1-5 in six appearances, during which he endured multiple injuries. And what about Figueredo? He's moved up to the 135-pound division, correct? 
Yes, that's right, Figueiredo, who hails from Brazil, moved up to the 135-pound division for his latest fight, a unanimous decision over Rob Font last month. He had a notoriously difficult time making the 125-pound weight limit, but has already claimed a number eight rank at bantamweight. So, with this exciting matchup on the cards, do we know what the main event for UFC 300 is yet? As of now, Stephen, the UFC has not yet announced a main event for UFC 300. But with this bantamweight matchup, the event is already shaping up to be a thrilling one. Indeed, it's going to be an event to watch. Thanks for the insights, Helena. Now, that wraps up our stories for today here at Current Radio, and we look forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow.